What's up, everybody? So glad you chose to join me today as we close out this four-part uh, series on being battle-ready. I hope that you have enjoyed this series, and I pray that it has blessed your life and encouraged you in your walk. Please take a moment and share this podcast with others. Help me to spread God's Word to anyone who may need it. God is so good, it is hard to even put it in words sometimes. Our men's group has been talking about their word for 2022, and I have to say that I'm torn between two words, faithful and victorious, or mighty. I want to be faithful in all areas of my life, faithful to God and to spending time with Him, faithful to the things He calls me to do, faithful to serve, faithful to my family, faithful in tithing and giving where He leads, faithful to the gospel and to the those uh, who God puts in my path. He is always, always faithful, even when we are not. So I want to strive to be more like Him. I also feel strongly about the word victorious. I want to walk in victory, battle ready, and fully equipped. I want to walk in the power of His name. I want to snatch the victory from the devil at every turn. I want to embrace the fullness of God's power and anointing, and I want to do battle in Jesus' name. I want to see strongholds crumble and God's people rise to new heights. I want to see God's people victorious. What is your word for 2022? What has God put on your heart? What is he pressing on your heart? I believe God is moving among his people. Revival is coming. I pray that it shakes the mountains and sends the enemy running. If revival is coming, though, we must be ready, battle ready, and equipped for what is to come. We must live a life set apart. We must live a life that speaks of His great love, and we must diligently seek Him and pray that He would bring revival to His people. Okay, let's jump into the last part in this Battle Ready series. We have discussed the three primary weapons that God gives us to defeat the enemy, worship, prayer, and Scripture, or God's Word. Each of them are very powerful in their own right and on their own, but when they are used together, the enemy doesn't stand a chance, and victory is your reward. That being said, there is one more important area that we must cover if we are to be battle-ready. We must put on the full armor of God. Armor is very important when you are engaging an enemy that wants to kill or destroy you. As a police officer, I wore body armor every day that I put that uniform on. When I did bail enforcement, I wore body armor. When I do armed private security, I have on body armor. The military uses various forms of armor when entering a battle. High-profile people have armored vehicles to protect them from an enemy attack. The point is that you can't fully you can't be fully equipped to do battle without your armor. And Ephesians chapter 6 tells us about the armor of God. Uh, Verses 10 through 18. um, Verses 10 through 18 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. 
Therefore put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, stand, or to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. This passage begins with a reminder that we should be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. What does that mean? It means to be confident in the power of God and have an unwavering faith that He is in control. And if God is for you, who would dare be against you? Let your faith be strengthened by the power of God and by His love for you. It is interesting that verse 11 says, Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. It doesn't say to run or hide or to cower. It calls for us to take a stand against the devil and his schemes, to prepare for battle, not to cut and run, but to stand and fight, and the mighty power of God will be with you. The enemy does such a good job at stopping believers from getting in the fight. He keeps us distracted and preoccupied, and we never get in there and fight. That that ends today. I mean, I'm so tired of it. Join me in saying, I will stand against the enemy. I will get in the fight. I will call upon the Lord and he will be with me. I will face the enemy when he comes and I will strike him down in the name of Jesus. But first we must prepare for battle. Verse 13 says, Therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. We can't be naive when facing the devil. If we are going to stand our ground and be victorious, we must suit up and put on the full armor of God. And that begins with the belt of truth. Every other piece of armor mentioned hinges on this first piece, truth. Satan is the father of lies. You know, Deceit is his game. And without a strong foundation in the truth of God's word, we will never be able to stand against the enemy. If he can get you to believe his lies and attack your identity in Christ, it will be over before it starts. So begin with God's word and let its truth surround you. Let it strengthen you with confidence against the devil's tricks and lies. Study it. Put it everywhere. Then grab your breastplate of righteousness. What does the breastplate protect? It primarily protects the heart. So God is saying, protect your heart from the wickedness of sin and its entanglements. The devil will tempt you with all kinds of things, but righteousness protects the heart. Remember Jesus' work on the cross and our faith in him made us righteous before God. But seeking to live a righteous life really means that above all you will strive to be obedient to God's word and to his plan for your life. Living a life that is righteous before God will also keep your conscience clear, which leads to the next piece of armor, the gospel of peace. Repeatedly, the scriptures say to stand, to stand firm. 
fitting your feet with the shoes of the gospel of peace is how we stand firm. Remember, gospel means good news, specifically the good news of salvation and redemption through the work of the cross and bloodshed of Jesus to atone for our sins. And peace in the Greek has to do with wholeness or oneness. Jesus made us one with God, and this oneness with our Lord leads to peace. But one of the easiest ways for the devil to shake us loose from standing firm is to cause us to worry or be anxious. When we worry, we are robbed of peace and we lose our footing. But the gospel of peace keeps our feet anchored firmly so that we do not lose ground against the enemy's attacks. John 16:33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Now, it is time to grab that shield of faith. In that time, in the biblical days, you know, back around when Paul was writing this, and in that time, you know, of course, the Romans occupied, you know, Israel and a lot of areas, but they were a mighty army and they carried shields that were covered in a heavy animal hide and they would dip them in water before battle. So when the fiery arrows hit them, the wet hide would help extinguish the arrows. In the same way, he is saying periodically we need to dip our shield of faith into the water of God's word. Our faith is our shield against the fiery arrows of the enemy, but our faith is strengthened and fortified by soaking it in God's word. When the enemy starts firing arrows of doubt, worry, lustful desires, greed, etc., raise that shield of faith soaked in God's word and stop his attack before it reaches your heart or mind. This brings me to the next piece of armor, the helmet of salvation. Like the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation rests on the work of Christ to save us. The primary battlefield used to fight this spiritual battle against the enemy is in the mind. It is the place where the enemy will pull out all the stops to try and gain ground. But fear not, our Savior has overcome the world and the enemy will not prevail. John 1.5, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The helmet of salvation protects the mind. No matter what your salvation, no matter what your salvation cannot be stripped away from you by the enemy. No matter what, you know the enemy was defeated at the cross and you are saved by the work and blood of Christ that was shed on that tree. Set your mind on the things of God and surrender any thought that has that does not line up with scripture. Romans 12:2 says, uh, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Wash and renew your mind with the reading and studying of God's Word. Start your day with some quiet time and Bible reading. Listen to Scripture or someone teaching Scripture. Consume it consistently, always remembering that the enemy was defeated at the cross and the helmet of salvation will protect your mind against the enemy's attacks. The final piece of armor mentioned in in this passage is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. It is the only piece that can be used defensively or offensively. Like I mentioned in yesterday's message, the Word of God is the most powerful weapon that God gives us to fight the enemy. When wielded properly, the enemy cannot defend it. He is left hopelessly defeated. 
Well, there you have it, guys. We can be battle-ready when we put on the full armor of God and learn to wield the three mighty weapons that God has given us. Let's suit up and take the fight to the enemy in the name of Jesus. Let's take a stand and cut the enemy down. God, I come to you. I come to you now in the powerful name of Jesus. And through the powerful weapon of prayer, let your people call on you, Lord, as they stand against the enemy. Protect your people as they suit up to do battle against an enemy that seeks to destroy them and everything they love. But I pray that your people would remember that you have defeated that enemy and equipped us to do the same in the name of Jesus. I pray that the warriors of of the faith would rise up and stand in the gap for others. I pray they would hold the line and push the enemy back. Let the devil and his demons tremble at the mentioning of your name. Strike fear in the enemy when your people stand against him in your name. God, I pray for anyone struggling in the midst of the battle. I pray that you would fill them with the power of your spirit and the truth of your word. Send them another warrior that can help them stand against the enemy. Let us wreak havoc on the enemy in your name and show the world the mighty God we serve. Amen.